in today's show. We're recapping the very small day on Sunday, Super Bowl Sunday, two games on. Michael Bolton, he watched him with me. Thanks, Josh. It's Michael Bolton here, and it's time for another episode of the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast. Let's get to it. Let's get to it, indeed. You are Locked On Fantasy Basketball, your daily fantasy basketball podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast brought to you by Basketball Monster. My name is Josh Lloyd and I am the lead fantasy analyst at BasketballMonster.com and at Yahoo Sports Australia. And you can find me on Twitter, as always, at RedRock underscore Beeble and on Instagram at Locked On Fantasy Basketball. Today's episode is brought to you by BetOnline. BetOnline has you covered this season with more props, odds and lines than ever before. BetOnline is where the game starts. Thank you for making Locked On Fantasy Basketball your first listen every day. We are free and we are available on all platforms. This is a recap show. It's going to be really short. I'm recording it so I can go watch the Super Bowl as well. There are two games on. We're going to talk about that. But yeah, it's going to be short. There's a lot more coming for the rest of this week, though. There's already been two shows today, and I hope that will satisfy you guys. There's still plenty of stuff for us to talk about. So, warning, what do you reckon? Let's get it on, Gilly. <laughs> <laughs> Zach Levine, out until the All-Star break. He still plans, and I talked about this on the Waiver Wire show, he still plans on participating in the All-Star Weekend activities. That does not mean, I don't think, that he plays in the All-Star game necessarily. Now, people said, how could he possibly say he's going to play in the All-Star game before he sees the specialist? Wording is important. Participate in All-Star game activities means go there. It means be a part of Media Day. It means be a part of the three-point contest. It doesn't mean he's going out and playing full, full steam ahead. It doesn't mean that. And the specialist might actually say, no, you're not doing it. It is a worry, for sure, with Levine. Make sure Dasunmu and, Le- and not Levine and Kobe White are rostered. Javante Green, he's out probably until the All-Star break as well. He gets a bit of a boost too. But White and Dasunmu are the big beneficiaries there. But it is concerning with Levine, for sure. The knee has been a problem for a while now. And now it's gotten too much for him. Maybe he's just taking the extended time off. Getting the you know, 10 or so days break, that's possible. But the specialist news is a little bit concerning. Pat Connaughton having surgery on a broken hand. He'll be out. A while, that's six to eight weeks, I'm guessing, with the surgery. Um, obviously, his value wasn't there for 12 or really 14 team leagues, but what it does do is it really boosts Grayson Allen in his uh, absence. So you can look at him as a 12-team league option. Rowan Barrett is out once more with that foot issue, ankle issue, sorry, after being left in at the end of a blowout and spraining his ankle. Who could have foreseen that happening? Um, so he's out again. So Quentin Grimes will probably get another start and Cam Reddish gets to stick in the rotation. And Kristaps Porzingis, if I could find the button. He is out again. No, don't worry. Kristaps is going to be available as soon as he comes. As soon as he comes, he'll be ready to go. Nah, he's fine. The knee's... No worries. No, I'm, I'm, I'm actually fine. I'm ready to go. My knee's fine. Well, he's now missed two games due to the knee as a member of the Wizards as a, uh, you know, in addition to the six he missed with the Mavericks. And as I said, as soon as the trade happened, it's like, I don't know why they're going to play him. Bone is not great. Maybe there's more to it. There's no reason for him to push through. I'm not saying that this is saying that he's ruled out for the rest of the season because I have to, at some point, like, take their word for it, saying he is going to play. But say one thing and then the opposite happens is frustrating. And of course, Daniel Gafford's still out, so it's just going to be Tom Bryan and Anthony Gill in that front court. And Gafford, the hope of Gafford having value is still there because if Porzingis doesn't play and Gafford comes back and Gafford plays the minutes over Bryant, which he absolutely should, then there is a chance there. 
but it could also just blow up completely in our faces because of the uncertainty around the return of Porzingis that makes it really tough for us to fully get or fully grasp how that rotation and how that play. You don't even know if they're going to play Porzingis at the four or the five because that changes a whole ton as well. So, so much is still up in the air there with Washington, but that's the update there. And it's time for me to update you on the best tasting protein bar ever. You know what it is? It is Bilt Bar. And Bilt Bar, the, the ad's telling me that I've given up my New Year's resolutions. Well, joke's on you, Bilt Bar, because I never had them to begin with. But if you had your New Year's resolutions that you're going to shed all these kilos and, and stack on weight, it doesn't matter that you didn't do it in January. You can do it now. You don't have to resort back to just eating high-calorie candy bars. I know the taste is great. We all know it. I want to hear Bilt Bar, because they taste great as well, but they are great in terms of being low in calories and high in protein. And have you tried their Puffs? If you haven't, you're missing out on one of the best Built Bar tasting bars. Puffs are the first ever protein-infused marshmallow. Wow, they're fluffy, they're marshmallowy. They're not just a protein bar, they're a treat and covered in 100% real chocolate. So go to Built.com and look at the macros. You'll see all the macros, they're great. 130 calories in most bars, 4 grams of sugar and 17 grams of protein. So many great flavors. So go to Built.com and use the code LOCKED15, L-O-C-K-E-D-1-5, and get 15% off your order. The promo code is LOCKED15 for 15% off at Built.com. Built Bar is built different. Let's go. I told you it's going to be a short show today. Let's go into the first game of the day, the Hawks and the Celtics. Cool. Boston wins it, 105-95. Let's look at Atlanta. John Collins is out through the All-Star break. So there's extra minutes there for... Um, Dylan Gallinari, who started, it was as disappointing as you could possibly get. Five points in 23 minutes, 25% shooting, and failed to register a single rebound, assist, steal, or block. Shout out. Let's do shout out Jordan Clarkson this time, because that's a real Jordan Clarkson line. Um, he still can be streamable with Collins out, but this was obviously shitful. Trey Young was great, 30 points, 10 assists, while Bogdanovich played 38 minutes off the bench, 26, 6, and 2 with three threes. The absence of Collins helps Bogdanovich, it helps Hunter, it helps Herder, because they all push up a little bit in positions and gives extra minutes. DeAndre Hunter played a ton too, 38 minutes. Unfortunately, it wasn't a good night. 10 points on 25% shooting. He did have three assists. He did have six rebounds and two steals, which is good, especially for him. But he continues to struggle. While Collins is out, I'd consider maybe him as a fringe 12-team guy, but I don't think he's a long-term guy there. And if you do need other roster spots, he's not a guy to hold on to. He's just too inconsistent to me. Clint Capella... Well, there we go. The minutes are back, finally. This makes it even more confusing as to why it's not happening every other game. 31 minutes, 8 points, 17 boards and a block, while Okongwu played 17 point, uh, minutes for 4 points and 5 rebounds. I don't know what this means for Capella. Is he going to go back to playing 23 next game? We knew that there was going to be extra opportunities for Okongwu and Capella without Collins there, but I didn't expect it to go to a 31-17 split. Let's see what they do next game, but that is obviously something for us to watch. Dylan Wright and Lou Williams both played in this game as well, for those of you who care about that. For the Celtics, Jason Tatum, 40 minutes, 38 and 10, two blocks, just a fantastic performance from Tatum, 62 fantasy points. But how about my man, Maximum Derek White? Maximum Derek. 29 minutes, 14, 4 and 5, two steals and a block, and did it while shooting 29%. I think his value is going to be okay. Yes, he's going to lose probably a little bit joining Boston. Instead of playing 32 minutes, he'll play 29. But now we're getting more people to see how good of a player he actually is. A great role player, great piece of a puzzle, and he's fitting in brilliantly. I think he's been great here. Marcus Smart, 35 minutes, not really impacting him. That, that um, White's around, he shot 27%, which is obviously bad. 13, 6, and 7. While Jalen Brown had 17 and 9, and The Rock DJ 10 and 14. 
Um, Al Horford with 24 minutes, that is concerning. He is, of course, pretty up and down. He probably is a fringe 12-team league guy, but that's it. Just sort of a fringy sort of player. Especially in, in 10s, I wouldn't bother holding him, but in 12s, he probably is. And the Celtics roster continues to be very, very thin. Um, Daniel Tice didn't play. We're still waiting for him to get clearance and be available following the trade. Well, Peyton Pritchard went scoreless in his 11 minutes, and Grant Williams had five points in 27. But I think Grant's, I think Grant's playing time will drop when Tice he is available and uh, yeah, and and able to play, which yeah, is not we're not there yet. Hopefully, we get there really soon from uh, from old Dan Tice just to just to really get more of an idea of how they're going to run Horford and Grant Williams in that setting. So let's go to the second game of the day. A lot of interesting stuff in this one: Minnesota and Indiana. The Wolves win 129-120. Goose, Anthony Edwards. He had a little bit of a slump, but I reckon we might be all right now. 37.7 triples, five rebounds, four assists, four steals, and one block. That's a huge night. If it wasn't for going four of seven from the line, it would have been even better. D'Angelo Russell, 23-2-6. Pat Beverly, 13-4-2, one steal, two blocks, three threes. Please make sure he's rostered, please, for me. Carl Anthony Towns, foul trouble. Only 22 minutes. 15 and 13 is not great, but what it did enable was Naz Reed to fire up. 23 minutes for Nazareth, 13 points with three blocks. That may have swung some matchups if someone decided to stream Naz in for those blocks. Jaden McDaniels played 30 and had 11 points. Well, Jared Vanderbilt Barr, he's struggling at the moment. I'll, I'll grant you that. I would still hold him, but I get that it's falling away. Four and seven in 23 minutes. Um, Chris Finch is not particularly happy with his defense. That's why the minutes are dropping. Keep an eye on it. I'm holding for now, but keep an eye on it. Beasley had 10 points in 20 minutes while McLaughlin, apparently that's how it's said. Over here it's not, but maybe that's how you guys say it in America. 17 minutes, 3 points, 3 assists. He's just an ability, or he has an ability to be an assist streamer, and that's about it. But the majority of the interest is on the Pacers side of things. Uh, Tyrese Halliburton, that's a lot of minutes, Rick. 41 of them. 22, 5, and 16 with 6 triples. He's going to put up some really big numbers here down the stretch. Of course, the uncertainty of Malcolm Brogdon makes us not know exactly how it's going to go because Brogdon will take usage and assists away from Halliburton if he plays. And second big game in a row for O'Shea Brissett. But again, how do we judge it? Miles Turner was out. Isaiah Jackson was out. Like, how do we how do we get our head around what that playing time is going to look like? I don't know. 37 minutes, 22 and 13 with three threes and two blocks. You can't leave it on the wire. You've got to add it and we'll see where it goes. And I think you've got to consider Jalen Smith. 17 and 12 in 23 minutes. That's only 23 minutes. They're good numbers for Jalen. Like, I think he's a 12-team option. Chris Duarte got hurt, played only four minutes, sprained his ankle. Or sorry, hurt his toe. That means that Lance Stevenson can have some value. 21, 3, and 4, and you could stream him in. I would imagine they'd be pretty cautious with Duarte and maybe keep him out through the break. But I don't know that. It could also be Dwayne Washington who steps in, who had two points in 11 minutes. Bud Heald. 40 minutes, another huge, huge minute night. Of course, he had 13 points on 19 shots, and he's shooting. I know he's a good three-point shooter in general, but his shooting in general is horrific, and for fantasy, it really, really hurts. He had a triple one, so he should be a 12-team league guy, but he's going to hurt you. Um, Goga, seven points in 19 minutes, three assists and two blocks. He's starting, but he's not playing a lot of minutes. And I think if you wanted to drop him for Jalen Smith or Brissett, it's totally fine. And Jackson, when he eventually gets ready and plays, will, I think, take that spot away from Goga. Goga was a guy to add for the short term while Jackson was out and was seeing what happened. Move on, move him. Like he was a short-term stream. Jackson's the longer-term guy, and then Brissett and Smith are pushing up too. But there's still so much uncertainty because Turner's got to come back into the mix too, I think. Maybe. Does he come back? Who knows? They won't tell us. They'll tell us that maybe he's coming back, but we just don't know that. And it's really frustrating. But yeah, Brissett, Smith, 
Solid 12-teamers. Jackson should be held in a 12-teamer as well, I think. Halliburton, some big, big numbers coming, I think. But again, if Brogdon returns, it does have somewhat of an impact on what he can provide us. Unfortunately, we just don't have that answer, and I'm not sure we're going to have that answer at any time in the near future, unfortunately for us. But as football season winds down, there's still plenty of sports going on. In fact, basketball is in full steam. Not in full steam. That's terrible wording. Basketball is in full swing. It's going at full steam. That's better wording um, for both pro and college hoops. To get all the latest odds, totals, player performance props at betonline.net, your number one spot for all your sports betting needs. BetOnline remains the best spot for all of your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. And it's not just basketball. BetOnline.net has hockey, boxing, UFC odds, right to Olympic coverage and information. So head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action. BetOnline is where the game starts. Let's wrap this show up. Just a quick one. As I said, the monstrous line of the night is Tyrese Halliburton. Yeah, he was, he was unbelievable. That's too many minutes, but it was unbelievable. Your waiver wire line of the night is Nazareth Reed. Your young gun is Tyrese Halliburton. And your dud of the night, because of that horrendous shooting, is Marcus Smart. The top 10 players today in category leagues. Number one was Halliburton. Then Tatum, Edwards, Trey Young, O'Shea Brissett, D'Angelo Russell, Bogdan Bogdanovich, Clint Capella, Patrick Beverly, and Nazareth Reed. Your top 10 players rostered in under 50% of leagues. Reed, don't do much there. Stevenson, maybe can be streamed in. Jalen Smith, yes. Jaden McDaniels, probably not. The Red Rooster, Terry Taylor, probably not. Grant Williams, not really. Jordan McLaughlin, not really. Lou Williams, no. Dwayne Washington, no. And Dylan Wright, no. Four points leagues, your top players. Jace Tatum, Anthony Edwards, Tyrus, Halliburton, Trey Young, O'Shea Brissett, Bogdan Bogdanovich, D'Angelo Russell, Maximum Derek White, Marcus Smart, and Jalen Smith. Guys, that will do it for me today. Don't forget to follow this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, and on the Odyssey app. If you're here on YouTube, thumb it up and leave your comments below. I want the Bengals to win the Super Bowl today. I think the Rams are going to win by seven. That's my pick, but I do want the Bengals to win. I always want teams that have never won to experience winning, and the Bengals are in that mold. It's going to be fun to watch. I hope you enjoy it. Watch this show. Watch the Super Bowl. Have a great day. Guys, thank you so much for listening, everyone. See ya. Guys, just as I finished recording, I saw news that Norman Powell has a fractured bone in his foot. There is no timetable for his return. I'll tell you what the timetable is. That's uh, season over, I think. This is just coming through literally right now. So Powell has a broken bone in his foot. He had that out with a toe issue. Um, I think you drop him. I don't care. There's no timetable. This is minimum four weeks. It's probably eight. It's probably regular season done. That will boost the value of Terrence Mann and Luke Kennard. You can take flyers on those guys. Mann looks like to be the guy over Kennard at the moment, but they're still going to be sub subject to the situation with Ty Lue and his rotations. But I wanted to chuck that in because that just came through as I finished recording. And now I will see you later again. Bye, guys.